Hello and welcome to the Nursery and Preschool Chatroom podcast. Join the Twinkle team as we talk about life as a preschool and nursery practitioner. We'll share our honest thoughts and experiences on a range of topics that affect early years practitioners every day in their settings. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Nursery and Preschool Chatroom. I'm Katie. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Fliss. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the weird and funny things that could only happen when you work in early years. Who wants to go first? I'll start. So, mine's quite a funny one, and it was a bit of a running joke within the nursery, and my manager always brought it up to me. So, whenever you had to call parents, it always didn't seem to go down very well with me. So, when I once rang a parent, with the number that we had on record, someone else answered the phone. So, he answered the phone and he was like, oh, it's Mike. I was like, oh, is it not um, Sarah? I was like, no, I think you've got the wrong number. So, this was really awkward for me. I looked into my manager's office and she was just sat there laughing because she was listening to the whole conversation. And then I told her, said to the parent that evening, I said, oh, I tried to ring you this afternoon. We've got the wrong number for you. She checked the number against the number that we had and it was correct. So we've got this like ongoing mystery of how someone else had answered the phone from the nursery. I just love that it was probably a male voice that answered and you've straight away followed up with, is it Claire? Just in case. <laughs> I wonder who it was. Yeah, and then we tried to get them to update the number. So we were just, it was a, an ongoing mystery for ages and the parent was kind of on board with it. They were just like, yeah, I have no clue. We were like, is someone else at work answered your phone? Has something else happened? Like, we checked the number. But yeah, it was quite, it's quite a funny one. And there was like no uncle or partner by the name of Mike in their life, so it couldn't have no, been. No, it was just like a mystery. It also didn't kept happening to me where I'd ring a parent and then signal would drop. So then like I'd be like answering and panicking on the phone and like saying, hello, can you hear me? And then like everyone else is listening to me on the phone. So like it was just a running joke <laughs> in the nursery, just don't get Fliss to ring parents because it just doesn't go down very well. She isn't going to embarrass the whole setting with this. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I can safely say that nothing like that has ever happened to me. I've always managed to use the phone okay. (laughs) Don't know about you, Charlotte? I used to ring the wrong parent, but it wasn't my fault. It was the number was under the wrong name. That was the admin office job. I didn't have to like slightly be like, oh yeah, yeah, I did mean you, yeah. (laughs) Checking in, how are you today? Your child's fine, just saying hi. <laughs> that was like, because we literally checked the number back that I dialed the right number like five times. You're like, are we sure you've actually done the right number? I was like, I have. Like, have I just like missed out a seven or a six? And I was like, no, it's the right number. So yeah, just not calling parents is not for me. I guess that would be the first thing to check as well. <laughs> is it just Fliss being a bit of a... Yeah, I mean, I am blonde, so you can have blonde moments. <laughs> I think my one of my funniest moments, which was a bit of an injury for me, but I tried to see the funny side of it. I was working in a baby room and one of the little boys came in and you know what it's like when a child comes into nursery. You're so happy and excited to see them because you want them to have a great day. So I walked in and I shouted the name. I was like, Blair, you're here today. Can we give me a hug? And he ran up to me and I don't know what he tripped over on the way because the floor was clear. It's a baby room, but he stacked it and then he kind of, I was sat on the floor. So he went flying into me. Me and it absolutely headbutted me in the face. My glasses went flying. I got a nosebleed. And then when he picked up my glasses, I had one lens in my hand and he had the other lens. So I then had to go out and get a new pair of glasses. It was just not a great start to the day. <laughs> I feel like if I was a practitioner in that situation, though, in that room, I'd be like, who do I help first, the child or you? Like, <laughs> who do you go to first? It was just me crying. I mean, I would have probably been laughing. <laughs> 
The child was fine. He, I remember him sitting like, holding up the lens, just laughing at me. And I'm there with my nose. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> it's like that awkward moment, though. If you ever, like, fall over like, and embarrass yourself, you just, like, pause for a few minutes. You just, like, don't know how to react until you're actually like, okay, I need to do something yeah. now. <laughs> that was going to be my funny story about tripping and falling because, obviously, that is all I ever did. So I was walking towards, like, a little fence because we were having snack outside. And instead of doing the right thing and opening the fence, to walk through it I decided I'd just put my leg over the top while holding a tray of cups and snacks and milk obviously it was higher than I anticipated and I full-on just fell over the fence my leg hit the top of the fence and took the fence out and the like hinge just came off I went flying there's all this like circle of children just watching me waiting for the snack that went all over the floor all over the playground, like they were like splashed with milk. Oh, it was a right scene. And then I was just like laid on the floor for about five minutes, just like trying to think how I can recover from this absolutely embarrassing moment. And then when I did get up, everyone was just like, are you okay? And I was like, I think so. Just my leg and my pride. And then when I got home, I had a massive bruise on the top of my leg. How high was the fence? Came just towards like my kneecap. What I understand is why the hinges were so unstable as well for the actual fence to come off. Well, it had been, this is another wrong on my part, Pat. It had been reported oh, to be fixed. So you should have known better. I knew it was unsafe and still decided to climb over the top of it while promoting that to the children that you can just climb over the top. I was about to say, you worked with preschool. So can you imagine what you'd have done if one of your preschoolers had like tried to climb over the yeah. fence? Well, I wouldn't have been able to say anything. I'd have just been like, well, you have just seen me do that. That would be a fun accident for him to write though. Climbed over a fence <laughs> after watching me go through it. My manager was like, "You want me to? Do you want to write one?" I was like, "No, I'm absolutely. I'll, I'll be fine. I want no record of this embarrassing yeah. moment. Thank yeah. you." I think mentally I'm damaged, but I'm all right. <laughs> I think on the flip side of things, where it's less us being embarrassed, we had a really weird moment at one of my nurseries before, where I was in toddler room and we just found like a used nappy in the middle of the floor like we'd help they've got the toddlers to help us tidy up and a few of them were washing their hands a few of them were off to snack and it was just like it was like we thank god thankfully not <laughs> but it was just like left in the middle of the room and we went around and we checked and everybody who had a nappy on had a nappy on like it's not like someone had come in in a nappy and had put pants on like everyone's underwear effectively was accounted for yeah did you check the nappy bin and they'd like not like took like the first one out or something do you know what i hadn't thought of that but the nappy bin's quite high i don't know toddlers aren't that short really are they so it was one of those ones do you know the ones where you have to push it in though so they would have oh, either yeah. had to take the lid off and sort of then mm. rip the bag or they would have really mm. had to climb up on something i would really like to think that if that was happening we'd have seen it so the mystery of the the dirty nappy i know the mystery of mike the mystery of the nappy <laughs> I say we've all had things that have like happened to us but one of my other funny moments was on a Friday afternoon we only had about five children so we're really happy to have a really nice tea all quiet just five of them around one table rather than three different tables and they were all tucking into their cheese wraps and they were all enjoying it and this little girl so I worked in toddlers so she was two just sat there in the middle of eating a cheese wrap and lifted a top up and shouted boobies to everyone <laughs> and me and it was just me and one other practitioner and we just looked at each other like how are we even <laughs> meant to respond to this I just burst out laughing and then all the children toddlers being toddlers 
cottoned onto what she was doing, so they were going around the table or lifting their tops up one by one. Boobies, boobies, and literally, we had no control on the situation. We just let them carry on, just doing it until they got bored, basically. <laughs> but no, they are funny. They're little characters, and they come out with stuff like that. It's the kind of thing that you wouldn't have been able to stop, though. Like when they start shouting stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it's too late, you laugh automatically. Yeah. So as soon as they see you laugh, you've just got to wait it out because you ain't going to be able to make them stop. Yeah, it's like encourage them to do it because you're laughing and they're like yeah if I do that again I'm getting a reaction from that did you ever find out where the, the the little flashing and the shouting originated from well I did mention it to mum on pickup that day uh, I says oh she's been entertaining us all this, this tea time <laughs> and she's like oh well we have just been on holiday and um, there was a few um, nudists on the around the pool at the beach so it might have come from that and I was like yeah that might explain everything <laughs> it's always like as a practitioner I always struggle in that moment like I said you automatically laugh but I'm always like should I or should I be like really stirred and be like oh no thank you no neither I feel like that was me as a practitioner in general like I just couldn't ever keep a serious face like it was often a time when like as I would speak to a child I'd have to get a bit of backup because I'd start laughing halfway through <laughs> When you know that they've done something that you need to sort of talk to them about, you're like, oh no, we use kind hands, please, or so, like something along that mm-hmm. nature, but you can't help but laugh. So you have to like have that little mm-hmm. moment where you turn around and just sort of try and compose yourself before you say it to mm-hmm. them. What about you, Charlotte? Any more stories to share? There was one where I was at the door with a parent and he held his hand out with his fist closed. So I just thought he wanted to give me a fist pump. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah, cool, let's go for it. He actually had his child's dummy in his inside his fist to actually pass it to drop it in my hand not to fist pump me so then he looked at me like what's happening I didn't think we were that close <laughs> and he's like oh um I was giving you her dummy but I'll take the fist That's bump so we're just then awkwardly stood there and then he's tried to laugh to make it less awkward but then I was just like I need to shut the door now and mm-hmm. I need to leave because it's got to the point where I don't know what to say anymore. And it made it worse because he used to go to school with me as well. And we were in the same, same oh. class. So I did know him. So yeah, it was um, very funny when I look back on it. But then the child was like, then fist pumping me all day because he'd seen me do it to his dad. So I was like, okay, I'll do it with you. That's fine. So why did you go for it, Charlotte? <laughs> if someone goes like that, I'm just like, yeah, let's, let's fist pump. I just thought we were like, oh, we went to school together. Yeah, we're cool, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought we'd become friends. And then he was like, no, I was just trying to give you her dummy. A very awkward day (laughs) overall. Okay, it's been great chatting to you guys and I hope it's been helpful sharing some of our experiences. Feel free to get in touch with us on any of our social medias, which will be in the description of this podcast. And don't forget to join us for our next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.